Hello, classmates, and welcome to another episode of Middle Class Film Class Movie Review Edition. <laughs> I'm your host, Joseph. I'm Tyler. And I'm Peter. And this week, the Wheel of Destiny landed on my pick, Silence. Ferreira is lost to us. He denounced God in public and surrendered the faith. That's not possible. Father Ferreira risked his life to spread our faith all over Japan. It seems to me that our mission here is more urgent than ever. We must go find Father Ferreira. We must go. This is in your hearts, then, both of you. Yes. Then I must trust God has put it down. The moment you set foot in that country, you step into high danger. The price for your glory is their suffering. It's too dangerous. We asked for this mission. I pray, but I'm lost. And I'm just praying to silence. I really hope our listeners, our, the streamers can hear our audio. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> it's a big if. Um, Silence. Silence. Silence huh? Directed by Martin Scorsese, a movie he's wanted to make for over 20 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Martin um, Scorsese. Based on a book. <laughs> um, also called Silence. I also think. called Silence. That, yeah. and, um, According to uh, um, historians, it is historically accurate. Uh, to the uh, uh, what actually happened mm-hmm. um, according to the book which is based on um, the depictions of what happens I guess mm-hmm. are historically accurate um, and um, yeah so silence uh, I I didn't quite know what I was getting into th- for this but on last episode uh, Joseph quoted us as saying this is a three hour and 15 minute movie I that's what so it said. I was like preparing my that's what body said. for that and then I was happy to see it was only two hours and 47 minutes. Yes. <laughs> A scant 247. Still long. Yeah. <laughs> 30 minutes shorter than we anticipated. Gotcha. But um, still, it was a little long, and the pace of the movie definitely makes it feel that. Um, but um, I watch a lot of long movies, and it, as I was like, okay, we're getting near the end here, and then I paused it, and it was like hour and 10 left. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's so funny you said that. I paused it at probably the exact same moment you did because i saw i was like oh my god hour and 10 left wait more can be said (laughs) um yeah silence i mean let's get some some initial thoughts on this uh religious epic or not religious epic (laughs) yeah it was epic all right uh tyler okay so uh yes the the runtime is a little bit intimidating for people who kind of only casually watch movies, but uh, I really love this movie. I thought it was just so, so well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first, like, uh, I would say the first hour and 20 minutes, like, didn't really, like, it, the, the hooks didn't grab me really at first. I think... For any other movie, that movie would have been almost over at that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I was... I was kind of I like the whole uh Christian mission sort of uh spiel they do like I don't know it I I I wasn't interested in something like that 
What do you mean you weren't interested in it? Uh, just because like there's just a, it felt like they were glorifying the uh, Christian missions back mm-hmm. into the 1600s, which were like a objectively horrific thing to other people's uh, cultures. Okay. So it felt like they were kind of like trying to justify it. And I was like, okay, yeah, uh, no. Um, but then they, they round the corner and they brought it right back. Into, one Tyler's heart with all the and, torture. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. That <laughs> that's exactly what it was. Is the torture scenes? Um, but no, not really. But anyways, uh, yeah. It, uh, Andrew Garfield is just an amazing, amazing actor in this movie. Like it was so believable. And I mean, you know, Martin Scorsese, he uh, <laughs> he he's really knows what he's doing. And the fact that I believe. Uh, from the trivia that I've read, uh, he wanted to make this movie in like 89 and he, I guess he, I'd, for whatever reason he couldn't, he couldn't get funded, I think, or like it wasn't greenlit or something like that. Oh, okay. There was a different, there was another adaptation to this before this too. I think oh, it was is that in, right? Yeah. I want to say it was, I think it was right before Scorsese because Scorsese saw that movie and said, I could do a better version oh, of that. Oh yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, from my understanding, he read the book. And he was like, I got to do this. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually glad that he waited to do it or he was forced to wait to do it because I think if he had done it in any other time era, it probably wouldn't have landed as uh, perfect. I mean, as... he did the temptation, last temptation of Christ. Yeah. And that was of that era. And now this is the temptation of Christ of this era. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I really, really, really enjoyed this movie. It was a, uh... Yeah, it was like Last Temptation of Christ with uh, more fun hats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Mixed with kingdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I I, uh, I don't know. It was a technically well-made movie, and I, I did like it. It was just, it's one that I'll never watch again. I'm never going to be going to like, you know what I want right Fuck now? Yeah. Fucking Silence. two hours of flogging, you know, creative <sighs> torture. Yeah. Um, And I know that that was that's the point of it you know it's it's to show this uh dark time in history and mm-hmm. the, the the thing i did like about it was that i i like kind of what tyler said it's like it takes what traditionally when you're when you're seeing missionaries like the whole missionary agenda mm-hmm. in history is kind of just like oh you're just trying to bring the you know bring jesus around to you know the rest of the world and you know it's a noble thing and da, da, da. yeah uh but it talked it really kind of touched on how maybe some of the people were like when spoilers uh, when Liam Neeson, when Qui-Gon finally comes back and <laughs> the whole time I was thinking, why is he even on the goddamn poster? He's like, this is Brian Cranston situation with Godzilla. Yeah. But when he finally does come back and he's like, you know what they call God that and he like points to the sun. He's like, the sun rises, the son of God rises every day here. And you know, they're the, basically talking about how they they don't even, they don't even understand what we're, what we're bringing to them and yes. it's right. like our God and their God are two totally different things. And our, it's a, it's a fool's errand. This entire thing was a fool's errand. Yeah. And I appreciated that they put that aspect in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but all, all that being said, I still didn't feel like what was happening to the missionaries was justified or to the Padres at all. Like obviously it's just religious persecution. Mm-hmm. And I, I did a lot of like reading about history, history in the 1600s and really what, what the Tokugawa, Tokugawa shogunate really was about. And essentially it was 
they just didn't want tradition outside. to be broken. Yeah, they didn't want outside. Yeah. They didn't want outside any, anything. And it was really not really about like, we don't like your God. It's like, don't fuck with our tradition. We've, right. had, we've had this for, you know, 10,000 years and mm-hmm. you're not, you're not going to be the ones that change it. So off with your head out in the ocean, you know. Right. Um, Here's the pit. Yeah. Um, but did you like it? Like, did you I like did. the movie? I did. I liked, I liked the movie. It's just doesn't have a lot of rewatchability. I think, I feel like if, if, if Scorsese would have flexed his like master skill a little bit more on some of like the, the shot compositions and like, I guess some of like the more broad, like grand sh- shots, mm-hmm. um, I probably would have elevated it. I gave it like a three and a half stars on Letterboxd just because I think it was very good. But it was like only how much how much flogging can you fit into a movie before you just get tired of the flogging? How much you know? How much torture can you see back to back? For that was my main criticism with the Passion of the Christ. Yeah, it's like give me more of the devil. I want to see that crazy androgynous that devil baby. with the baby, that little baby. You know, and oh, not yeah. and not a hundred hours of the you know fucking thorns in your face and the cat of nine tails. So I feel like there was too much of that, and I wanted more. I don't know, more discussion and more dialogue, but th- maybe maybe not necessarily more of it, but just cut out a lot of the other stuff. Right, yeah. Um, so yeah. I, I feel like a two two hours and 47 minutes is unwarranted for this. They could have cut out uh, 17 minutes and it'd be a two and a half hour movie. Yeah, I mean, two two hours feels about right. Like, it's not a 90-minute yeah. story. I mean, you do want the weight of the thing, of yes. everything. So o- overall, I did like it. I, I can acknowledge that it was a really good movie, but I'm I'm I don't really I don't really feel like I'm going to recommend this to anybody, and I also uh, you know as like an enjoyable piece. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's I somebody feel, who has to be struggling with their religion. That, now that's now that's something different. Like if 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 I was like somebody who I'm like you know what, maybe either over glorifies or under glorifies or really just maybe has some some sort of like. I'm completely pro-religion or I'm completely anti-religion. I feel like this is a good mix of the two of them. Like you can, yes. you can see a little bit of the pros and cons between both. So I would yeah. may, maybe recommend that to recommend this to somebody like that. It's a very specific uh, niche. Yeah. But at the same time, if you are a movie lover, watch it. Cause it's a good, it's a good movie. If you like Martin's case, of course. Yeah. That's right. Which is the it's most basically just like shutter Island. I mean, <laughs> I mean, other than shutter Island and probably temptation of Christ and this one, it's like those three are the most un Scorsese like movies, you know? Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're outside of his typical wheelhouse. You know, the weird thing is though, like it wasn't it, set in Boston. And yeah, I know we're going, we're going through, we're getting into like the weeds here and the initial reactions. But if you look at Martin Scorsese's actual like film filmography, there's so many fucking movies there that no one ever talks about mm-hmm. that. I, I feel like maybe that's just his most entertaining movies that we know is the yeah. Goodfellas and Casino and you know, whatever. Those are the ones that everyone's like, ah, yes, I like that. I like that. I like that Scorsese. More Joe Pesci. Yeah, exactly. More <laughs> Joe Pesci. Yeah, we want, uh, we, we want, what's it? Uh, what's the one with Mark Wahlberg in Boston? The oh, Departed. Uh, yeah, the, the Departed. Departed. Oh, yeah, he's one. the rat? Yeah, the rat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one. You'll never let that go. <laughs> never. <laughs> never. So, uh, and I also did appreciate the gratuitous use of the word silence in the movie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Good. What uh, if Joe Pesci was in this movie? <laughs> He would not be silent. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I I did like it. I it's a movie that I feel like I have to continue to think about to like, like actually like 
appreciate it more or appreciate it less, mm-hmm. you know, to like to reveal my true feelings. Um, I have to reflect in silence on it a little bit. Um, at the, at the end of the movie, it was it was good and it was kind of tragic at the same time. Um, you know, with the what happens to the characters and uh, what ends up happening to uh, Father Ferreira and then also Rodrigo. Yeah, very very tragic. All of it tragic. And um, definitely uh uh, what's his name? Adam Driver's character. Guape, Galuga or something. Galuga. Yeah. <laughs> that was a that was a really uh, terrible scene to watch. Uh, Adam Driver swimming out to the ocean. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but um, I did like it. It and um, it was nominated for best cinematography. Okay, it did not win, but it was nominated. And it was what I wanted more of was that those like top down cool top down shot big oh yeah. nature shots, which made me think it's like oh that's God watching them. Oh, and then there's like two of those shots, and then never again. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe that wasn't the message then. <laughs> maybe it was because he fucking abandoned them. <laughs> maybe it was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I did like it. I don't see myself running back to watch it again anytime soon. Um, I. It's not that I wouldn't want to recommend this. I just wouldn't know how to recommend like how. What yeah. sort of conversation I would have to be having to bring this movie up, you know, <laughs> as like, oh, have you seen this on Easter Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this um, is, um, it's good. It's very good. And like, everyone does a great job in it. Yes. It's, the runtime is a little like, it's it's kind of a chore to get through. Um, it's a barrier for entry for sure. It kind of felt like homework at some points. Yeah. Like I felt like I was watching it. I mean, we'll watch it for the podcast, but like watching it for like a class, not the middle class film class. Yeah. Watching it for school. For school class. Oh, okay. I you see know? what you mean. Um, that's it. Part of it felt that way, but there are other parts of it that were really just like, there were moments in the movie that were like shocking or mm-hmm. just really dramatic. And like, I could, f- like I felt bad or I felt something um, for the characters um, and I didn't, I mean, I didn't know that Andrew Garfield was like the main character going mm-hmm. in, you know, I thought, I mean, cause Adam Driver is also in it. Um, I thought it was going to be like them two the whole time. Yeah. But yeah, me too. In the middle of the movie, they part ways and then we ultimately see what happens to Adam Driver's character. <laughs> um, and, um, but yeah, it was expertly made obviously, yeah. um, by Scorsese, um, himself. <laughs> the Scorster. The scores, the score man, and um, yeah, I I enjoyed it. I liked the message behind it, like the the whole like almost like confrontation or conversation at the end with like it's not gonna work here, like it's not. A, oh, th- I love that. Th- doesn't happen here, you know. It's we've we can't keep trying because everyone they're all just gonna end up dying. Sure. Um, I was emotionally conflicted on whether I was on the Japanese side or the <laughs> Christian side. Hmm, are they justified with putting those people up on those crucifixes and uh, waiting for the tide to come in? I, I, but that it <laughs> I mean, goes, it, it ex- scared. I was gonna say it scared people away, but then it didn't because the two, the two, them. the two padres were like, "We must go save him. We must go. He is called by God." <laughs> I just like because he can do the accent. He's part Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, Liam Neeson still has a fucking Irish accent or a Scottish accent or whatever. He's Welsh. Yeah, he I is. know. For I living mean, in Japan for fifteen years, well, I, I want not. 
I, I, I watched it with my headphones on because Brie was doing stuff in the room. So she watched this movie uh, with no, in silence with no sound. Yeah, she watched oh. it in silence. And uh, when she was done doing what she was doing, I was like, you want me to unplug my headphones? And she's just like, no, no, please don't. I don't know. I don't want to hear this screams of these Padres in the ocean. But I, all I could hear when uh, Liam Neeson's talking to him at the end is the two faced cop from Lego movie <laughs> the whole time. You know um, what you've done. Yeah, <laughs> it won't work here. Um, yeah, that was interesting. I mean, there's Portuguese. I don't know if they're from Portugal or from Brazil. It's, it's, it says Portuguese, so yeah. I, I imagine they're from Portugal. Um, they they come from uh, Macau. That's what that's this region of Portugal they live in. So okay. Portugal is in Europe. I mean, I know there are two white guys, Andy and Andrew, or Andy and Eddie and Andy and Adam. Wait, hold on. Portugal is in Europe. Yeah. Yeah, I so thought it was in South America. No, that's Brazil. You're that's thinking Brazil. of. They speak Portuguese it's, in Brazil. Oh, yeah. It's basically it's it's like it's like it's like a version. There's of Spa- 52 Spanish. weeks in a year. <laughs> <laughs> See, you learn everything new every day on this show. I know. Portugal is in Europe, and you know, so it's of the European uh, continent. Yeah. Okay. Um. But um. I mean, at first, I was like, should they be playing these characters? But I. I mean, I don't. I don't want to. It's not for me to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I'm okay with it as long as all their accents match, which they don't. All three of them have different accents. I wish they just would just use their use their regular or played like priests from mm-hmm. England or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but I guess that's not historically accurate. Yeah. Um, they I, apparently uh, Gail Bernal Garcia was going to play one of the characters, hmm. and also um, Daniel Day Lewis was going to play Father Ferreira. Oh, that would have been great. And. Um, yeah, there was just some other cast members I think that, that didn't uh, line up with the scheduling, and so it didn't work out. Did, did it uh, occur to you guys, or did you did it seem to you that uh, Adam Driver's ears were abnormally large in this? Yes. Well, he, even in the first scene that they show him, I was just like, he oh, that's uh, weird. he lost oh, not fifty weird, pounds for this. He lost thirty pounds for the role, and then he lost twenty pounds during filming. Wow, wow. I mean, when you when you see him like running out, oh, he's. Yeah. yeah, you can see in his face clearly. Yeah, the ears are a little bit more poked out, and like his his cheeks his, are. His face hasn't it was not filled out enough to match his ear width. Yeah, I mean his his head shape already, like his face shape already is already kind of like Narrow. of that like slender nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's a very tall person. Um, anyway, very lanky, and um, being losing all that weight, you know, it protrudes the. Uh, what do you call them appendages mm. your ears a little bit more yeah um so yeah so both adam driver and andrew garfield were like they spent like a month or something in like a commune like a church like a monk commune, like a monastery where for like a week they didn't speak mm, that's oh, interesting yeah whoa. i've always wanted to do that go uh, like two weeks without saying a word yeah <laughs> and then um Andrew Garfield also like he grew out all of his hair and stuff and, and beard for this role and then uh went from this movie to immediately uh to um Hacksaw Ridge. Oh. Did he shave his head for his hacksaw? No, he just cut his hair. Oh, okay. So like I've seen Hacksaw. Um it both another religious Oh yeah, you're right. It that is. one's a little bit more pro. My dad loves that movie. Pro religious, but <laughs> this one's a little bit more like questioning religion. Yeah. I'm going in a battle with my Bible. <laughs> My, uh, but to further extrapolate on my point of whether or not I should sympathize with the Japanese or the Christians, it was because the scene where the Inquisitor 
and uh, Andrew Garfield's character are speaking. Mm-hmm. He's like saying he's like basically the Inquisitor is talking to him and saying like, yeah, you know, uh, we have a really good thing going on right now. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why that's Listen, listen bro. <laughs> hey, bro. Whenever, whenever you're, like, not quoting, but we're paraphrasing a character, you always start with, yeah, so, you know, um, <laughs> things are, like, chill right now in Japan, feudal Japan. So if you could, like, lay off the torture and shit. But, like, I, he, like, he... Th- I think he knew like the dangers of Christian missionaries ba- probably based because they were trading with the Dutch um, in this movie. They got cool and so too. he probably heard stories of like some horrific things based on like the whole like faith of Christian Christianity. And I was just like, okay, like I can, I can definitely see like why he would want to basically stomp out the Christian faith. And then also, at the same time, was it just like a mind game we, that he was playing, you know, like Who? to the Inquisitor? He was trying to get him to renounce his faith. Yeah, it was all a mind game. Yeah, well, I know that. But like, was it based off of the history that he has potentially heard about other Christian missionaries? Or was he just no, no, like, they don't, a, they don't, they just don't want anything to challenge their way of life. It, they're or, not, like I said, they're not anti religion. They're anti like everything that's not traditional Japanese. Yeah, oh, you can okay, come in with a you can come with a fucking you know p- new weapon and they wouldn't want it. You know what? Now further thinking about it, like because they do, there is a couple of lines where like the translator and the qu- inquisitor said like you can be Christian, but you can't spread the faith. Like you can't convert anyone. And they mm-hmm. say a few times like like the stomping on the plates. Or it's just a formality. Yeah, it's just a formality. Yeah, yeah. I what? I do like I do like that they that they uh overtly explain that like they're like it is very simple you d- don't even have to stomp on it you slightly touch it just press it yeah. yeah just look how simple it is and then all your troubles will be washed away or whatever yeah and they can't do it and then but there's one the one scene is like you thought it was going to be that easy huh <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh you oh just renounce your face yeah. spit on this Oh yeah, that was a that was a really interesting uh, sequence of events that happened. Because um, you think everything's going to be okay, and yeah. Then... So I'm just going to go through the plot because oh like, yeah, it's I a for- long movie. I forgot we didn't go through the plot. That's yet. okay. Um, so basically, Rodrigo and um, uh, Francisco Garupe. Oh, Garupe. Garupe. Are two uh, Jesuits. Um, they hear about Father Ferreira. They get a letter. Um, yeah, and um, saying that you know he is describing what happened. The movie opens with like the torturing and Father Ferrer witnessing hap- what's happening to all these like, Japanese Christian mm-hmm. um, people, and um, um, so they get this letter and then they get worried and like we have to go find him, and so cuts to them walking out of the church, them on a boat, they get to the island and then they run into Japanese Christians who are practicing in secret, um, and um, they are accompanied as a guide by uh, Kichijiro, 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 who is a uh, asshole. <laughs> the beginning of this movie is a lot like uh, uh, Frodo and Sam and Gollum, um, because they're, tr- <laughs> they're 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 questioning like, can we trust him? Why is he going this way? Yeah. <laughs> um, and that character is terrible for a lot of the movie. I think he's like he keeps coming back. I think he's emotionally <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Well, I mean they. Yeah, later in the movie, they show. I mean, they show what happened in his past. He 
stepped on the plate to save himself, and then his whole family died. I feel like that could be a Kirby enthusiasm sketch, <laughs> where like, <laughs> like every everybody's lined up to do the whatever the thing is, renounce your faith, mm-hmm. and Larry David's like, okay, so we're all gonna do it, right? And then he he does it, and then no one else does, and he's like, well, now I look like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you guys said you were gonna renounce your faith. <laughs> um, so he's like has a lot of uh, trauma. Yeah, um, but on his own, from his own doing, um, watching his family burn alive, and his terrible situation, which um, the burning alive is so that they don't have a proper uh, Christian burial. Yeah, um, scatter their bones in the ocean and stuff. Yeah, it's almost like uh, like in the witch, it's like um, the baby was killed before it was before they were baptized, right, or something like that. Yeah. So yeah. like he's the baby's burning in hell, and that's what the mother screams about the whole. Yeah. yeah, 90 minutes. Um, 90. And um, so they go to Japan, uh, Nagasaki, or... They're trying to get to Nagasaki. trying to get to Nagasaki, yeah. which there's a lot of... And that's the danger. The Christian... There's a lot of Christian Japanese people, like, in hiding, basically. Yeah. Um, and so Andy, Andy and Adam... <laughs> Andy and Adam are... Uh, they're hiding out. They only uh, are... go. They only go out at nighttime to do... Uh, services or whatever with these uh, Japanese Christians mm-hmm. um, in underground or in yeah, secret in a secret building. They don't go out in the daytime and it drives them crazy. And, it's basically uh, like living in Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never have the sun on your body. Um, and uh, that's when the Inquisitor uh, is uh, introduced. Um, he arrives to the village, ties some of the villagers to crosses on the shore and forces their loved ones to watch them slowly drown as the tide comes in. Um, and um, that was a really uh, dark uh, scene to watch. Yeah, it was brutal. That's the only thing about Very this movie brutal. that I knew was that some people get tied tied up in the ocean and basically left yeah. to drown. And um, so uh, in the search for uh, Father Ferreira, Rodriguez, uh, not Re- Rodrigo, Rodriguez, um, in his search for uh, Liam Neeson, um, he has a spiritual crisis of his own. Yeah. Um, he sees Jesus a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a little cheesy. Uh, I thought it was a, like St. Peter he was referencing. No, it was, it was Jesus. Oh, it was Jesus. Okay. He, he was seeing like the, the visuals. Yeah. He was seeing Jesus. Oh. I think he does reference Peter, but um, he all the, I think he first sees it in the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he kind of like goes, he looks like a fucking crazy guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's laughing. <laughs> um, and then all those uh, officials and guards show up yeah. to uh, take him. Yeah. He, he took one look at those hats and was like, I'm fucked. Yeah. Yep. Um, they look official. He, uh, oh, Kichijira sold him out. Yeah. Um, cause he's an asshole. Yeah. Um, and then later on he says he didn't even take the money, which is like, well, use the money at least. He yeah, already so sold me out. Kitajero was Judas in the situation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and But he keeps coming back to like saying like to forgive his sins. Yeah. And it's like, it's only so many times. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just do it like right before you die. It covers it all. Um, <laughs> so he learns that the uh, governor um, of this area is persecuting Christians and, um, see some terrible things if they don't apostatize mm-hmm. and um i do like that governor the inquisitor or whoever it is the old guy yeah yeah you keep making me come out here when it's hot he's very dusty <laughs> yeah he's a very uh interesting villain yeah I, I mean it's hard to even i mean he's doing terrible things yeah but it's like i'm gonna get the charger hooked up to this go ahead keep going okay 
Um, but it's like, who's the bad guy here? <laughs> exactly. Like, I mean, like, it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's, he is a bad guy, but is he the bad guy? I think in his mind, he's, I mean, in his he, mind, he's doing what's right to him. I no, Well, not to him, but to his people that he is looking after. Well, to the people he's looking after, they don't want that. Uh, well, well, I, well, some of them do. Some of them don't. Yeah, some of them do. But but to uh, him, I mean, he wouldn't do it. It's a, I don't think it's he a would. Mi- do, it's a small minority. I don't think that he would do it if he didn't want to do that. Um, but um, so throughout the whole movie, uh, most of the movie, they're trying really trying to get uh, Rodriguez to denounce, renounce his faith in public. Yeah. Um. So that he they throw all this shit in his face. Um, yep. Basically, uh, you know, the, all these people are suffering and dying because of you. Um, you just need to, uh, you know, not be Christian anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's his way. It's, it's his will to govern his, uh, Uh-oh, we lost the lighting. Oh, it's back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's his responsibility as a leader mm-hmm. to, make that decision of what's good for the people. And he said that Christianity is not good for his people. Not no, good. Not good. They're uh, Buddhist. Uh, well, I think that yeah, they're Buddhist. No, they're Buddhist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought uh, the most interesting aspect of this movie was Liam Neeson's uh, character. Uh, Who's it at, not in it, the movie? At, I was going to say at the end where, <laughs> because like uh, the governor, he uh, is desperate to get uh this guy to renounce his faith so he's he basically gets Liam Neeson's character to convince him mm-hmm. and oh man that was such an emotionally charged scene where like they're sitting in like the building and he's and Liam Neeson's character is basically just saying like dude you just gotta let it go like this is not I mean, so that happen. <laughs> that that whole that whole like subplot or secondary story of Liam Neeson, I feel like is ultimately the main. I guess like the main moral takeaway from this whole thing, yeah, right. And it's and it's still not it's not something they spoon feed you because it's it's up to the viewer to real like to think about whether or not if you had this devout like thought or devout belief or religion or whatever. Is it is it betraying your God to step on a bronze image of him? Right. To save to save your life. And to save others. Yeah. Like no. do you That's do you, the moral decision. Yeah. Do you need to do you need to be like even when someone has like a gun to your head and said, Are you a Christian? Because I've heard that that bullshit story before too, where it's like gun you know, this person was at you know, active shooter situation and she said she was a you know, are you a Christian? And he said, yes. And then they pull the trigger and it's like, is God going to forgive you if you say no at that moment and then continue to have faith uh, the rest of your life? Probably. That's, yeah. the, that's, um, that's the ego. Yeah, I guess so. That's the self-righteous. Right. It's almost that's the self-righteous speaking that, yeah, that's almost like you saying, uh, you know, uh, when Andrew Garfield was Rodrigo, Rodriguez, Rodriguez, He's uh, at some point he says, if you really want to test me, bring him in and torture me to show my faith. I was like, I don't want that. <laughs> and the uh, the Japanese understood like that's what he wanted. And so they were basically punishing him through other people. They're just like, oh, no, th- th- your torture is you're going to have to see people die based on your decision, not 
based on what we would do to you. Yeah, which is probably effective. I mean, the um, historically wise, it was uh, has been said that the shogunate wanted to discredit the priests in the eyes of the local population. Oh, okay. The treatment of the priests in the movie and the cruel tactics used to make them renounce their faith are all based on historical precedents. Um, in the film, the Japanese were able to make a small number of European priests renounce their faith. They became known as the fallen priests. Hmm. Ooh. That's interesting. Good band name. Such as Fallen Priests. Good band such name. Such as uh, <laughs> uh, Father Ferreira and Rodriguez. Even though um, at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, uh, they die just of old age. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Don't spoil it for me, bro. They were a uh, Christian the whole time, even though they denounced their faith. They had to keep like almost like re-upping their denouncing of Christianity. Mm-hmm. Well, Liam Neeson, I think he truly was not Christian anymore. That's my takeaway from it. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. I mean, in both of them, <laughs> it's funny how they like got families yeah, they They're just like, gave him family. Yeah. They were like, "Oh, this guy died, so you can have his wife and kids, <laughs> and and their name, and his and the name too." We got a slot open. <laughs> yeah, we got a slot open. It is a very the, yeah. There are some interesting traditions, which was funny because that's the tradition that the Japanese were holding on to. Yeah, they're like, we don't want to, you know, honor thy parents and don't covet thy neighbor's oxen. Fuck all that. But you can, you know, marry this dead guy's wife. Yeah. <laughs> take, take his kids. Not even you can, you, you are, yeah, you're, we're, you're going to, we're appointing this to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll, we'll kill you. Lucky you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, my takeaway was that Liam Neeson died, not a Christian because his whole speech to Andrew Garfield's character in that one building, when he's trying to convince him to renounce his faith for the first time, He's basically saying, like, you know, God is, like, the, the, don't bend to the will of the church, essentially. It's not about that anymore. Like, to he's, find... He's basically saying, God is God is an illusion. I am a false prophet. I, I don't know about that, but... <laughs> at, at the end of uh, There Will Be Blood. Oh. <laughs> or God is not real or something. There's just no bowling pin. Yeah. I th- yeah, yeah. So, I agree, I agree with you in that, in that aspect, Tyler, if the other guy wasn't there if the other, like, Japanese oppressor was not sitting right next to him. Because there was a couple, like, knowing glances that he gave him, like, bro, give up. And he just kind of, like... Oh, I can see that. It's like, yeah, yeah. just shut the fuck up before you get killed, you know? Because uh, Rodriguez had his his, uh, guard or watcher or whatever next to him all the time, Mm -hmm. basically sowing different emotions into him. Basically, like, making... Almost like as, like, a mental game. Are you talking about Raiden? Uh, yes. Okay. Lord Lord Raiden, the guy they played Lord Raiden in the Mortal Kombat movie? Yeah. Um, <laughs> played the interpreter. His who, name is Raiden. Who I was like, um, I was like, I wasn't sure if he was like, at first when he is introduced in that like cell, mm-hmm. right? He, that's how he's introduced yeah. to yeah, yeah. him. And he's like, um, it's almost like, it seems like he is Christian. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Does, but yeah. it's like a mind game at the same time. Yeah, but then you kind of learn more about it. it's like he has this relationship with him that is like, um, like uh, Stockholm syndrome a little bit, like because he's like watching him the whole time. He like yeah, he's a representative, his translator essentially. Yeah. That's what he is. That's his. Cre- he's credited as the translator. Yeah, and when we watched Mortal Kombat early, uh, last year. Um, I thought the same thing, and I even more so during this movie was like that guy reminds me so much of Ken Watanabe, very much so. Ken Watanabe was supposed to play that character. Oh, great! He was supposed to play. <laughs> he probably did that for half the price. That character. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And um, he, he <laughs> there was a line that was cut because uh, Ken Watanabe wasn't in it where he goes, let them fight. <laughs> <laughs> let them fight. Um, but yeah, I during the movie, I was really unsure if it was a good movie or not. I like couldn't I like I like yeah. wrestled with myself. I was like, is, is this a good movie? It seemed like some of the some of the scenes seemed a little like awkward. Mm. Yeah. Um not uncomfortable, that's different. Un- awkward, like just like it was just weird. I don't know, I couldn't I can't really explain it. It was just I couldn't even tell you which scene specifically either. I think I know the feeling. Definitely in the beginning of the movie. I know the feeling you're talking about, and I kind of chalk that up to the like language barrier and um, social, I guess, um, tra- traditional barrier between yeah. the two, the two like vastly different types of people. The, yes. the, the local Japanese living in these little towns and huts and stuff, and then these padres. And yeah, I liked I liked the almost like uh, uh, like idol worshiping. Yeah, that they show in it, and it's like you—he's right. giving off beads of his rosary off to these people, mm-hmm. and it's like if you if you follow the Christian guides, you're not supposed to worship at the golden calf. You don't have false idols before God, mm-hmm. but they're worshiping these crosses like they're like they are God. So yeah, that lends a little bit more to Liam ne- uh, Qui Gon Jin's, uh, <laughs> you know, his whole summary of the whole thing. It's like they don't even—they're not—they don't get it. You think you're giving them salvation, and you're just giving them a new obsession, almost. You know, right? Yeah. And uh, I liked that part of it. And um, what was the other thing? I really liked the realism. I mean, you felt like you're on the beach with yeah. them. You felt like you're in these little huts. And when they yeah. showed the bloody feet of the villagers that walked, you know, 50 miles to, yeah. to get to them, I was oh, like, Oh, that Shit. made me cringe. They made it a point to show that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then, and they did, he, the Padre did what Jesus did. He cleaned cleaned the feet of the, uh-huh. vis- of the visitors to their house. So it was like, all these things were basically, and exactly what Qui-Gon said at the end. He says, uh... I don't even know his name. What's his name again? Ferrera. Ferrera. Yeah, Father Qui-Gon Ferrera says, <laughs> he's like, they don't worship God. God is not their God. You are their God. You are their Savior. Yeah, I which, love that. Which was like, if you look back to the, you know, the entire he's Jesus story arc. Yeah, Andrew Garfield is Jesus, as we all know. I mean, they, I mean he looks like it in this movie. Yeah, they really <laughs> made a point to make him look like white Jesus. But like with the Portuguese hair. Jesus. But Andrew Garfield's not Portuguese, though. His character is, though. <laughs> yeah, okay, well. Well, well, we don't know if he's Portuguese. Maybe he has Portuguese blood in it. <laughs> all, all, that, <laughs> all that being said, um, once it was done and he kind of unpacked it all, I was like, okay, this, I get it. I get the story and I get the all these like illusions throughout and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, it was impactful. But I just, I didn't enjoy watching it. No. The whole time I was like, all right, yes, it's great. It's a good movie. Let me ask Please, you. Can it be over? Let me ask you guys this. Until uh, until the last bit when they gets old, and I was like, okay, I want more of this. Yeah, I want I want them like yeah. con- continually like almost like okay, Christian, all right, Christian, and it's like eating away. And I at that moment though, you were saying that um, Fer- Fer- Ferreira mm-hmm. really was not a Christian. He was the only one of the two of them that seemed like he was hurt every having to rat out the Christians, the Dutchmen. Yes. He came in with the, the cross sewed into the garment or whatever, mm-hmm. pulls it out, and he's like, Christian. And you can see the kind of pain on his face because he knows that guy's probably going to be executed now. Yeah, but I think it's because he's going to be executed, not because he cares that they're Christian or not. But, um, you know, Fernandez doesn't care. 
Fernandez is like numb to it. Rodriguez. Rod- Rodriguez, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's I said. Rodriguez. See, that's why I just need to call him Spider-Man. Yeah. As Eric Holmes says, this is the best Disney crossover ever. It's uh, Qui-Gon Jinn, <laughs> Spider-Man, and uh, Kylo, Ren. Kylo Ren. All three. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> uh, what time and day did you guys watch this movie? Last night. Last night. I watched it this morning. Yeah. Big it's a, it's, a, it's a Big shock. Well, I wasn't, oh, come try- on. wasn't trying to make it a surprise, <laughs> um, but I was just going to make a joke like, yeah, this is a great movie to watch right when you wake up. <laughs> I'm sure I was thinking that when you're, you go right back to sleep when I, we're trying to encourage you to watch it earlier in the week and you're like, that's not my way. That's not my way. I don't want to think about the movie. <laughs> that's not my way, mijo. I want, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is probably not exactly what you want to watch the second you walk, wake up in the morning. Yeah, I, I mean, it was a it was a roller coaster. The Friday night emotions. movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah, I just uh, I think this movie is really strong in the second half. The first half, uh, it's a compelling enough story to be captivated and interested in, and like continue watching. But yeah. re- like, if you get through that first half of the movie like it pays off really well and i after it was done like i had a a lot of thoughts about it like i was like taking a shower and i just like it was like racking through my mind because it's like oh which hold on before i get into that okay i hated the very last scene i like the the like you mean the shot that it it goes into the like uh coffin type thing yes that what you're talking about hated it because Why? I want, I really like the idea of him kind of not holding on to this Christianity. I really was hoping that he could understand that, understand that the meaning of life and of a higher power, or whatever, mm. was beyond Christianity, and he held on to that goddamn cross. I don't and think I was that like, was, uh, and I was like, that's not what I got out of it either. That, I don't think that's what, that's what the movie was trying to I it, say i guess it could but i didn't i didn't take that away from it that yeah that's what i took away from it i was like what okay, i took so away from it is those coffins are pretty cool yeah i want circular a, coffin sign me up die sitting put me in a yeah put me in a blanket barrel or something you yeah. know I, I i would love to be uh, uh, uh melted down in one of those it's almost like That'd a gasper no shot kind of at the end there but yeah i uh, what i took away from that very last scene was this is a pro christian movie in some ways no i i could see i could see that and i think a lot of people kind of feel that about scorsese was like doing his christian diligence to make this movie and like being you know paying it forward to christ or whatever but i think there was there's enough ambiguity in here that makes you actually think like fuck what what is it all what's it all for you know that's why i love this movie because it's like you like i it ping pongs back in my Mm -hmm. head back and forth i'm just like okay complex emotions for sure. Yeah. Uh, I really, <laughs> it's a complicated yeah. emotional movie, much like myself. <laughs> You're a complicated emotional movie. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, anything else to say? Any other thoughts? Um, uh, go watch the, on YouTube, the history of Japan, the entire history of Japan. It's a nine minute long video. And the wow, they words. condensed it down to, words. they condensed down the whole history of Japan in oh, nine minutes. He talks really fast. <laughs> I posted it to our Facebook page if you want a quick link. It is apps hundred percent worth the watch. I've probably seen it ten times. I love it. Yeah. Um any you can see Andrew. So Garfield. no more thoughts. No nope. more nope. ideas. Well, uh 
If you have nothing to say, it's okay. We're, I, I, we're, we're right on the edge of our time. Oh, the, okay. Uh, I, I will say, like, the forms of torture were pretty creative. Uh, that was tr- yeah, true. That was a very creative way to uh, oh, in, in I will say human this, suffering. The, when the, the first decapitation, oh, yeah. that was, was so surprising. Yeah, I know. Out of nowhere. And it, very was, sad, it was almost very like, satisfying. It was like a jump scare. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> I um, <laughs> and then the dragging and the blood streak. You're just like, damn, that's fucking real. That it's felt a, real. That's a great visual. Yeah. Sabrina and I were watching this, uh, and as soon as the head chopping scene happened, I was like, wow, that was a sharp sword. <laughs> well, that's a really <laughs> sharp I, sword. I, I sure hope so. And someone who knows how to use it. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. But yeah, that. I mean, I don't really. All right. Know anymore. So let's get into some grades then uh, of uh, silence. Um, so, uh, my grade, uh, B plus, B plus, mostly because there's not a whole lot of rewatchability to it. Uh, but it was a beautifully well-made movie. B plus. Uh, I also said I was going to say B plus. I, mm. I didn't enjoy it enough to be, to give it an A. So for my, for me, it's a B plus. I can acknowledge it's very well made and the complexity of the story Although seems like it warrants a rewatch, uh, it's not going to happen. Nah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say a B. Um, I liked it, but there was a lot of not a lot. There were moments where I was like, I just wasn't sure if I was like, at, if I thought it was good or not. <laughs> it ended up being as it's a good movie as a whole. It's probably like twenty twenty five minutes too long, um, at least. Yeah. Um. I think there are parts of the story that I think could have been reduced and then other parts that could have been expanded upon um, and characters who could have been in it just a little bit more. Um, but it was very tragic and I did feel genuine sadness for uh, the two mains, uh, Andy and Adam. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and mainly for Andy. Is it, is it, was it, did it have the same feeling of like going to the Mu- Museum of Modern Art and be like, is this good uh no because this movie isn't it wasn't pretentious yeah um just like uh, not two-thirds of us are (laughs) and i was gonna say in for a second i was like okay maybe it was a little pretentious but then religion is like one of the guiding forces that's like shaped the most like deaths among history and the rise and fall of civilizations throughout all of mankind so yeah, maybe it isn't that yeah. important to talk about that. And um, yeah. I also, it, it was a subject matter that, you know, that was very interesting uh, historically just to learn about. Sure. Um, and it was great visuals, great cinematography, and... Um, none of Tom Cruise, though. Well, last, yeah. last Samurai. None of, none of Tom Cruise. Yeah. None of that ponytail. Um, <laughs> I, re- I really think Scorsese could have implemented Pesci into this movie yeah. somehow. I... um. Uh, Shutter Island. I'll watch that. Again. Could, I think, <laughs> no, I'll watch Shutter I Island again. If Pesci was the Inquisitor, the guy, the, go- the goofy guy that came out. Hey, what the fuck you got me coming out here for? It's too hot. It's dusty this time of year. Fuck. Yeah. Fucking mooks. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I have a solid B. B's all around. Yeah. Very B's, Benson. All right, cool. Ready? Yeah. Let's uh, get this off the uh, old wheel. One wheel. Oh, that was mine. Eight okay. slots. Three hosts. This is the wheel of destiny. And our streamers out here cannot hear the music. Oh, really? No. 
Very strange. <laughs> Apparently, they can't hear anything that's coming off the board, but that's okay. Uh, We're so just sitting here for silence. For <laughs> the intro, yeah, the chat was going crazy in the intro. They're in like, uh, silence. I appreciate the commitment to the bit of you guys just sitting there. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. <laughs> the whole long audio intro and then the trailer. Yeah. Okay, so silence is off the wheel. Joseph, what are you going to replace uh, silence? You know, I probably should have thought about that. Probably. <laughs> oh, my God. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. And then while you're while you're thinking about that for the streamers, we have uh, here's our Wheel of Destiny. This is how we choose what movie we're gonna watch next week. We got eight slots on it. Mm-hmm. Um, six of them are dedicated to Tyler, Joseph, and myself, and the other two are fan picks. So um, we have two each, and some of them have been adopted. Like Tyler has a fan pick on there. Tyler, oh, yeah. Tyler's yeah. fan pick. So he's basically just saying if it lands on that one, we're just gonna go to the to the well for the fan picks. And if yeah. You want, and if you want your movie in our fan pick list send us an email mcfcpodcast at gmail.com yeah let's see here got something good for us i sure hope so (laughs) casablanca casablanca (laughs) citizen kane (laughs) no i don't this was a a a slog uh not in a bad way i mean i know it's not the best word to use but it was it was very long and just kind of you know, putting another long. No, movie? no, 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 no. I'm not gonna You're put, talk about silence. Yeah, oh. put uh, silence on there again. <laughs> <laughs> silence too. Um, you know what? I'm gonna do this one because okay. I haven't seen it in a while, and I feel like not enough people talk about it. Maybe it's not as good as I remember, but I guess <laughs> we'll find out. It's gonna seem kind of odd, maybe off the beaten path. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm gonna put uh, yes, man. Oh, okay. I've never seen it all the way through. Yes, man. Jim Carrey, uh, Jim Carrey picture, starring uh, Jim Carrey and Zoe Deschanel. Oh, Zoe's in that. Yeah. I, see, I've only seen like scenes from it. Yeah. All right. That's uh, about the far uh, opposite as you can get from uh, Silence. Hey, any yeah. movie with Zoe Deschanel, count me in. Okay, so I'm gonna recap what's on the wheel. We have Yes, Man from Joseph, a fan pick, Tyler's fan pick, Incendies from Pete, Five Hundred Days of Summer from Tyler. Fiddler on the Roof from Pete, a natural fan pick, and Martha Marcy May Marlene from Joseph. <laughs> so, we're going to give this wheel a spin. This is going to be what we review next week. Oh, God. I can't see it. Ooh, it's a fan pick. Oh, Yay. fan pick. Fan pick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, get the old uh, name generator here. So for the fan picks, we basically have a list, running list, um, that we go onto Google. It's a Google list picker sort of thing. You put in all your options, and it just tells you which one we're going to pick. We just do it at random. Um, Tyler, gonna... do you have any uh, stipulations for this? Uh... This is a natural fan pick. Oh, is it natural? Yeah. It says Tyler underneath it. Was it Tyler's fan pick? Didn't it say Tyler underneath I, I don't know. I could have sworn it said that. Well, Tyler, do you want to do all all choices? The oldest 10, newest 10? I don't think we should do the newest 10. Mm, uh, well, I mean, we did get Troll 2 just recently. <laughs> I would love to. You know what? I want to do it all. I want to do it all because if I have a chance to watch that movie and possibly do a commentary on it, uh, that <laughs> I can't okay. pass that up. Okay. Hold on. I got to find my... Uh... Hey, look at that. Oh, this is, a, this is another wheel. <laughs> okay. So right. what? So what? All of them. All, okay, Jesus. All right. 
You just what do you? How does this work? You copy paste your entire list in there. Yep. Okay, and you already have if. Yep. If and the the Godfathers. I guess I should separate the Godfathers. Now nah, we'll start with the first one. Yeah, there you go. I was gonna say we're not gonna do the third one. Oh first. my god! All right, here we go. What a big wheel! Look at that. All right, here we go. You guys can't see it, but I'm looking at Joseph's screen right now. Okay, give spinning, it a spin. Spinning, giving it a spin. This is better than the last one I used. Fan pick. <laughs> and it is proposition. The proposition. Oh, the proposition. Listener Who? Michael. Oh, is this your brother? Yes. <laughs> Another Jesus Greaves. He he's our fourth, basically. He's our fourth think, host. Yeah, <laughs> never been on the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's get him on We the need show. to get him a call in from Sweden. Yeah, we'd have to uh, do it at one in the morning or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he can, he can uh, stay up for us. I'm looking forward to this because... I, I liked it well enough, but you love The Proposition. The Proposition is an Australian Western uh, starring Guy Pierce, mm-hmm. um, Guy Pierce, some other notable actors in it. <laughs> like um, yeah. And um, I like it a lot. I think it's a great movie. It's like a cross between... No, sorry. If, I, if no one was to direct a Western, it would be a cross between this movie and Jesse James... This has actually Jesse James. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but the proposition is a little bit more grittier, um, and uh, it's uh, scored by Nick Cave. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, really? Who also did Assassination of Jesse James? Um, uh, and um, it's just streaming at a lot of places. Oh, that's good. Tubi, Canopy, Crackle, <laughs> Crackle, Pluto, Topic, Plex, okay. IMD TV, I'm IMDb, Internet Movie Database TV, Dot TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um. Yeah, the proposition. Two thousand five. Australian Western about a, a group of. It's like a. It's like a brothers. I'm gonna uh, read the synopsis. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, set in Australian outback in the 1880s, the movie follows a series of events following the horrific rape and murder of the Hopkins family, allegedly committed by the infamous Burns brothers gang. Captain Morris Stanley captures Charlie Burns and gives him nine days to kill his other his older, dangerous, psychopathic brother, or else they'll hang his younger, mentally slow brother on Christmas Day. Wow. Yeah. I don't, I don't even... Rem- I saw the movie and I don't remember that. It is um, a little bit more... Uh, it's kind of a tough watch. Okay. Kind of. Not Bruce, not super. Bruce Dern's of. in this for a minute, isn't he? The old crazy, uh, old, crazy Bruce old Dern. Man. It's uh, Hurt. John Hurt? John Hurt. Oh, okay. Yeah. I get them mixed up. Guy Pierce, Ray Winstone, Emily Watson, Danny Houston, David Wenshaw, John Hurt, Richard Wilson, Tom Budge, Robert Morgan. Yeah, and a couple other people you might recognize, but it's a good movie. I like right. it. Get it on Tubi if you're not if you don't have Tubi downloaded on your uh, device. What the hell are you doing? It's great. <laughs> I know it's a great awesome. app. I love it. All yeah. right. Anything else? I have nothing else. All right. Thank you so much for joining us this episode. We'll catch you next week when we watch the proposition, and then we do a little gab and chatter beforehand. So follow us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash MCFC Podcast, and send us an email mcfcpodcast at gmail.com and follow us on twitter at podcast mcfc please follow us on instagram at middle class film class leave us a voicemail why don't you at 209-730-6010 it's been a blast thank you all see you next time see ya see ya not the music see ya Wait, hold on. Portugal is in Europe?